Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are en famille right now. We're, the whole gang is in the studio. The studio is very small, <laughs> uh, so we're going to be taking frequent breaks, but that shouldn't concern you. You're listening to International Waters. for the country whose people remove their hats when they go indoors. From Radio 4's The Penny Dreadfuls and the Museum of Curiosity, it's Humphrey Carr. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I've actually got my hat on whilst indoors. Uh, so do I. Shocking, shocking yeah. behavior. I know, very naughty. My hair's a fucking mess and I have a seasonal affect disorder beard on my face. So I'm just, I'm really... <laughs> We've sort of come dressed as each other today. <laughs> you have a little bit. Aww. I like it. I like it. Also playing for the UK from BBC America's Anglophenia, Siobhan Thompson. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm very well as well. Thank you so much for asking. Good. Now, we're recording this just around Christmas. Do you have any special plans? Uh, I'm staying here in the States until the 26th, and then I'm going home. Um, for the uh, for the ever-important Boxing Day. Yes, Boxing Day, uh, that traditional day in England where uh, we put things in boxes. That's I don't know. There's, oh. no, there's no reason why it's called Boxing, boxing Day. Nobody <laughs> knows why. All right. It's just a day after Christmas where everybody fat and lies around. Great. We just do that and don't call it anything. We're going to call it Tuesday. Uh, Team UK, what's your buzz in word? What uh, word do you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time? Something Christmas related. Oh, yeah. Uh, trifle. Trifle. Mm. Oh, trifle. Talk me through a trifle. Ooh. Yeah, it's many layers of things. It's um, jelly. jelly and lady fingers and custard and cream and fruit and a lot of booze. Mm. Yeah. Great. But it yeah. can also be a word for something small and unimportant, yeah. okay. like a Christmas present. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Nice yeah. statement. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. Okay, great. Uh, trifle it is. Playing for the nation whose line of morality is just barely preventing a known pedophile from joining the Senate. That's the United States of America. From talk show, the game show, and the huge hit podcast, My Favorite Murder, Karen Kilgariff. Welcome oh, back. Thank you so much, Dave. How are you? I'm I'm thrilled to be here. I'm Good. thrilled to be with British people in real life. That's incredible. I've only ever done this podcast with them on the phone. Yeah. Or being piped in somehow. Yeah. I when, didn't know if they were even real. Yeah, they are. It They're turns out they are totally real. Yeah. When Humphrey walked in, you said, oh, British in person. We, I haven't done this. And I literally thought you were saying <laughs> you had never encountered a British person <laughs> in your real life. I would love that so much. Love. I've only, it's all like BBC procedurals I've rented on iTunes. It's yeah. the only experience I've had with British people. Let's just pretend that that's the case. They're so beautiful and they get the case solved every time. <laughs> And they're very good at gardening. That's oh, right. Always. Sometimes they're doctors with a fear of blood. That's right. Who move to a weird town or whatever. Could you imagine? I'm not real familiar with that show. It's so uh, good. Yeah? Is that Doc Martin? Doc Martin, yeah. And it's yeah. Doc Martin. Yeah, that guy's uh, face is a lot. Uh, also <laughs> playing for uh, for the U.S. from my favorite murder, Georgia Hardstark. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's my Please. first time. I'm excited. Oh, you're going to crush it. <laughs> Probably not, but thank you for it. All right. All right. I'm going to need you to adjust your attitude. Yeah. Uh, Team U.S., what's your buzzing word? We thought we should do Team Implode. Great. Right? It seems like the implosion is going to happen on Christmas Day Ooh. somehow. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. And right when everyone's it. been lulled into a complete stupor. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's when we lower the boom. Trifle versus implode. <laughs> Motherfucker. Here we go. 
All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You get two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine a sitcom called More Morrissey's, where Morrissey ends up in a flat share with his clone and has to find a way to live with himself. And maybe even learn something along the way. Aww. How do you feel about that? Sounds very Nazi. It yeah. does, yeah. I really need for him to not say any words anymore. Yeah, he's not doing a great job. I would love it if the clone Morrissey lived with also was a big red meat eater. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be fun just oh, yeah. for the conflict within that apartment? Yeah. Ultimate yeah. reality Morrissey. Yeah. And he's really happy. <laughs> what about young Morrissey and old Morrissey together? Oh, like God. different periods. Ooh, wow, they would travel? hate each other. Yeah, Morrissey's start, his own son. I'm going to start pitching it. Uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, in bit of a stretch news. In Russia, a computer programmer has fallen afoul of the nation's anti-terror laws forbidding illegal missionary activity due to giving a talk about what Eastern philosophy at a St. Petersburg festival? That is a confusing question. Uh, I initially in, thought you said in Rush Hour. I thought you meant yeah. in, the, in the movie in the Rush, Hour. Rush Hour. Like, in is the classic this film. back in the news? <laughs> yeah. Um, is it Jackie Chan? No, that's not no. the answer. Nope. Uh, uh, Implode? Yeah. Uh, is it Buddhism? No. Uh, Trifle. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the other Eastern philosophies. Uh, um, or, or, or things. Taoism. No. no yeah, like yoga. philosophies, but also activities, maybe, mm. is more the precise word. I'm talking into my cup of tea. <laughs> if you're wondering what Implode. that is. Yeah. So, missionary sex? Mm-mm. I heard the word missionary, and I'm like, going Siobhan, for it. Want to take a whack at it? Oh, God. It, Eastern activities that yeah. Russians wouldn't be okay with? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know. Video games? No! Implode again? I mean, yoga. I think you've got it. Yoga. Damn it. I shouldn't give you a point, but Is I will yoga? give you a point. It's yoga. holiday season. But I mean, that you don't have to. That's after like 17 tries. Okay, don't argue <laughs> your way out of a point. You're right, it Dave. It could be the decisive point. Uh, Dimitri Yuge which is a great name, uh, was arrested after another <laughs> festival goer accused him of trying to recruit young people into his pseudo, pseudo-Hindu pseudo organization. To be so, fair, yeah. my mom studies cults, and one of the cults that she studied, that is how they got people to get into the cult. Really? Just start to have yoga, yoga classes yoga. and be really? like, it's just a yoga class. It's free. Come to this free yoga class. Okay, Oops, go you're in a cult now. So Rehydrate with this Kool-Aid yeah. at the end. By the way, I went to a meetup.com meeting over the weekend for <laughs> biohackers. Okay, wow. because I was so I was like, I'm going to learn like I'm going to we're going to talk about microdosing. It's going to be like, you know, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to blow my mind. It's going to revolutionize my body. It literally it was like eight people in a coffee shop being like, um, I take a cold shower in the morning. <laughs> like, that was oh, that kind of biohacking. I, oh, I did it on Museum of Curiosity, one of my very ancient okay, credits Jesus. that you mentioned at the start. Uh, we everything. had a guy on who is who was like a, a professor of biohacking at sort of Warwick University, and he'd put uh-huh. things into his arms that meant he could, like, operate things in his house. What? Wow. Going, oh, like, I'm doing a hand gesture here <laughs> for, for listeners. Yeah. He's changing the channel by squeezing a, a ball uh, or something. You, but, yeah. But you can also just squeeze a remote control and change yeah. the channel. Yeah. Yeah, he had other things where he – I can't remember – I now can't remember any of the details. Track it down. It's a great show. Okay. <laughs> so turn cultures? this off. Oh. Go and uh, – probably. Yeah. Jesus. All right, for a bonus point, tell me if the pursuit of a hobby has ever caused you social embarrassment. Like, perhaps the time briefly in 1994 when I wore a Kangol hat backwards <gasps> and, <laughs> and used the word hype as an adjective. I watched you do that on TV for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem is when you do it in, like, not, not just in public, but, like, in a recorded 
like for me it would be blogging mm. like there's just a record of how fucking pretentious i was when i was 27 oh, shit and it's on tumblr <laughs> forever yeah. right yeah what was your tumblr it was uh well i was georgia is your friend i had like a fucking blog yeah. i mean why not yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Listen, I think it's Anyone a tough else? question for English people because we're just so mortally embarrassed all of the time. Sure. Yeah. That I don't we'll have one specific shame. story about embarrassment because that's how I just live my life. That's what <laughs> my, my general philosophy. Okay, I'll give you mine, for that one. Uh, yeah. Mine was Warhammer. Which, I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, that's so, pretty so, lame. Like tabletop wargaming with little <laughs> fantasy characters and things like that, which, yeah. you know, I've now sort of come round again. and I'm like, you know what, that's fine. But at age 14... I uh, was kind of my dad used to mock me mercilessly about it and I tried to pass it off as being really cool about it yeah. and then he worked out that if he got the names of the things wrong I would absolutely flip out and so yes. I did on numerous occasions yeah. <laughs> he trolled you he would refer to orcs as trogs and I'd be like fuck, fuck you dad yeah that was my teenage rebellion Karen now, do you consider alcoholism a hobby because then sure. yes mind I humiliated myself through my hobby for a solid 15 years okay great okay. five points to Karen's that one. All right, as so we move on to question number two, a dog who was the subject of a two-year court battle is back with his adopted family. A Missouri court ordered a rescue shelter director to return Mac, a boxer mastiff, to his adopted family. But what method, normally reserved for outlandish celebrities and soap operas, did the director employ in order to not return him? Uh, implode? Yeah. He faked his death? He faked the dog's death. <gasps> what? He faked no! the dog's death. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to read this. When ordered to surrender Mac back to his owners, the Patterson family, Rough Road Shelter director Steve Svella instead handed the family a box of ashes and told them that Mac had died. I hate this man. Uh, he eventually fessed up to the lie and returned the dog to his owners. Uh, due to failing to return the dog immediately, he was charged with theft and with not being a good boy. <laughs> what an asshole! How could you do wow. that? Why has he got a box of dog ashes to him? <laughs> yeah. Right? I know he runs a sanctuary. Right, but, but yeah. like, why is he obsessed with this one dog? Why like, are you in love with this dog, Why are you Steve in love Svella? with this dog? Is What's... it a very good good boy? He yeah. must be a really good boy. Very good boy. Yeah. A friend of mine lost, uh, lost his dog on uh, Facebook yesterday, and it was like, well, now my day's gone. Yeah. Because, like, I can't, I can't until you get this dog. He got the dog back. But, like, I literally was. I thought you like, meant the dog died. No, 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 no. No, like, the dog, <laughs> the, he's here and up in Portland. Uh, the dog walker lost the dog. And so, but the dog is very smart and went to the friend's office. Oh, my God. And the coworkers took him in. That's a so movie right there. Isn't it? What a good boy. What a good boy. What a, again, like... another great boy. Another great boy. He's All like, right. is anyone home it's at home? No. I'm yeah. going to check the today. office. Yeah, I'm going to check the office line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's round one. And our scores are the U.S. has seven. U.K. has one. <gasps> oh, Thanks, A lot of those points Shit. are for uh, Karen <laughs> Kilgariff's misspent youth. <laughs> Finally, it's paying off somehow. Finally, it has paid <laughs> yeah. off. If you're listening, kids, get into booze. That's it will right. score you points. It really works. As much as you can. Uh, now it's time for a round we are calling Dog Gone, Gone Dogs. Uh, okay. In addition to that fake dog death, we want you to give us your best names for dead dogs. This is going to kill me. I don't want to talk uh. about dead dogs. We're going we're gonna to do this really quick. Dead dogs are really triggering for me. Uh, so whether they're ghosts or corpses or some sort of terrifying undead, undog, maybe a zombie eagle or a Labrador oh. nail or my favorite mudder, listen, you can, <laughs> you can improve on those. Wow. Give us your best dead dog can jokes. That's some, literally something our writers wrote down for me to say out loud in a segment that might earn us the most hate mail we've ever gotten. Let's start it uh, now. Um, Shiba Uno. Oh, sorry. 
implode. Do we have mm-hmm. to say that? Do we do that as a ring in? For, yeah. For these ones? Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. Trifle. No, I, I wasn't, I didn't mean to. Uh, correct. Are, are, I'm sorry. Point of order. Uh, Should we so play the game the way that it's meant we to be? We take those points or? away, don't we? No, I didn't mean it like that. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, this is the only one I could think of, and I did think about it for about four minutes, but <laughs> the ball bearer. Instead of a ball bearer. But he's got a little oh, because they bear oh. balls. So they they carry balls <laughs> sometimes. It's, if you have to say why uh, you think it's funny, then it is not funny. Uh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. No points for that one. Trifle. Yes. Cold yellow. Oh. But the actual old yellow also dies. Spoiler yeah. alert. So that's a double. That's that is double. also a movie Two that points. we don't why watch not? in the evening. Oh, oh. I've never uh, seen tough it. One. I, there's no way. Yeah, it's all no trying. It's all trying. Implode. Yeah, Clifford the Big Dead Dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, this is good. This yeah. is good. Thank you, Trifle. writers. Trifle. I knew. Yes. Okay. Uh, Scooby, do not resuscitate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, two points for that one too because I fucking hate Scooby Doo. Uh-huh. It's the first thing I was ever a snob about. Oh wow. I hated it so much, and I still do. God, that's Stupid hilarious. dog. Uh, Sorry, I brought him up. Yeah. Trifle. Yeah. Uh, Mastiff as a board. Mastiff as yeah. a board. Mastiff. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm impressed with us. Yeah. You're actually making me smile and laugh with these. <laughs> but we're all thinking about it too much now, yeah. so let's stop. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of that round, here are the scores. Furiously being tabulated by Christian. U.S. has nine. The U.K. has seven. Oh, wow. Lord have mercy. We'll be back after this short break. I'm film critic April Wolf and host of the Maximum Fun podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Do you love genre films? Do you love female filmmakers? Do you love discussions on craft? If your answer is yes, you'll love Switchblade Sisters. Every episode, I invite one female filmmaker on, and we talk in-depth about their fave genre film and how it influenced their own work. So we're talking horror, action, sci-fi, fantasy, bizarro, and exploitation cinema. Mothers, lock up your sons, because the Switchblade Sisters are coming for you. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Welcome back. It was very short. <laughs> You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the US of A are Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstock. Playing for the UK, Humphrey Carr, Siobhan Thompson. Our next round is one of our new favorites. This is one we call Lost Lyrics. So everyone can bond over the shared experience of a, a TV theme song that we all know and love. But sometimes producers really fuck up by, by not adding lyrics. To, to those tunes. So that's where we come in. Each team will be given a well-known but purely instrumental theme song from their country, and I will reward whatever amount of points I see fit based on performance and lyrical choices. Uh, team U.S., in honor of my favorite murder, uh, the lyrics will come from the land of cop shows. Mm. Cop shows. Team USA, one crime drama franchise stood towering over the genre for well over a decade, letting us know about the police who investigate crime, the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. Uh, the long-running show also learned how to replace its cast over and over without having them regenerate. Uh, but they never learned to give their catchy theme song any lyrics. So today, I'm asking you to give me the lost lyrics to the theme from Law & Order, which we will start now. <clears throat> 
So many crimes in New York City all night. Oh my God, it's Jerry Orbach and then his partner who come and the first person they interview turns out to be the one that did it. You can bet that guy is guilty. And then by the time you get to the part where they go to the court, Room, you're bored, and you don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> That's personal. Oh, experience. I love that. Oh, I love that. I love, it. I love a theme song that just announces that you're going to get bored halfway through the show. Stop watching. <laughs> uh, they make their intentions very also, clear. Jerry right Orbach's agent has done wonders to get his name into the title, <laughs> oh, and then everyone else is just, and his partner. Yeah, yeah and his partner. It's just people that went in and out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jerry Orbach. That's how oh, I see it. Yeah, Benjamin Pratt's furious. All right, Team UK, your turn. There is one British cop show which towers above the rest, a show that has given uh, a paycheck handout to every out-of-work actor since it began its run in 1984. Please give me your lyrics to The Bill. Let's hear it. This is The Bill, the police on beat. Beauty-oo-dee-loo. <laughs> They're walking around on their heavy feet. Who arrives? They go and they talk to girls who are dealing weight medication. <laughs> it's really low stakes because it's a British cop show. I love a theme song that that sings its own melody. Yes. Yeah. 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 But also, the title card of that, is, if I remember correctly, was just a, a, a male, a policeman, and a policewoman's feet walking away from the yes. camera for the entire <laughs> length of the song. Really? And that's like, long yeah. too. Really, yeah. really long. So extra credit for the walking on their heavy feet. Yeah. Yes, you were yeah. actually making uh, yeah, a reference. I was, I was describing for the uh, <laughs> listening audience the, um, it, and I think the, one of the weird things was that they would change it. But it was still feet. Like yeah. every couple of seasons, they would re-record they would it, so it was different, different feet. feet. New feet. But New feet. it's like, well, why are you doing that? It's just uh, feet. No. <laughs> All right, solid. Well, at the end of that round, Lord have mercy, I didn't really. I, you know what? Ten points to both teams. You both oh, did right. excellent work. Oh. So yeah, that makes it kind of a wash. That absolves me from so, having to say who did. I mean, in a way, we might as well have not bothered doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might say that. Seems like we should that. do it three more times. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, there must be a winner. That's the three. Ah, uh, the U.S. has nineteen. The U.K. has seventeen. Let's move on. Now it's time for a round we're calling Ramus the Musical. Uh, this one will air right at the start of February, which means it's our Groundhog Day episode. We're oh, way nice. ahead. Uh, the holiday is uh, celebrated either by watching the American film or the musical, which originated in London before becoming a hit in America. Despite the premise that, not unlike Hamilton, sounded like the fake musical someone would do in a satire movie. In honor of both pieces of art, this round will pay tribute to one of the most popular comedy filmmakers of all time, Harold Ramis. We will play you clips from songs featured in films written or directed by Ramis. You will buzz in when you can name the film. So keep those buzzing words at the ready. Karen, that you're made because for here we go right now. Um, implode. Yes. Meatballs. Meatballs is correct. Oh, what? What is oh, yeah, this? We're gonna lose this round. What is yeah. this Karen's weird, like horse meatballs? Yeah. <laughs> 
What's yeah. more American than meatballs? meatballs? As a movie, a dish, uh-huh. an answer. A yeah. Yeah. Uh, a hit song sung by a, a choir of camp children. That is the most late 70s song. Yes. Like, also, it's like, are you ready for the summer? And then it's like, like, counselors fucking. Yes. Like, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a children's movie. Not I, in the least. I am aware of that song, and I think it's it's derived from The Simpsons, which is the, the source of every, my entire understanding of America. Oh, is, yeah. It's all filtered through The Simpsons <laughs> at one time or another. Yeah. Right. And I feel like at one point that's been a gag, and I've gone, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 living in the States has been just a slow revelation of what Simpsons jokes mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's enjoyable. All right, let's go to the next one. Karen? <laughs> yeah. Is it Caddyshack? It is Caddyshack. It's Karen's game to be won. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one where uh, an animatronic gopher uh, dances. I love Harold Ramis. I do too. But when you break it down, uh-huh. uh, I don't. It, it's it's uh, you know you talk about things like that uh-huh. or like a floating baby Ruth in a pool. Uh-huh. You know, it's a, it doesn't look good for him filmically. No. but he really is a genius. He's, a genius. He's a genius. Caddyshack is objectively not a good movie. <laughs> well, Can we just go ahead and say that? You didn't need a gopher. You didn't no. need a robot gopher to no, make that movie good. No, you don't need a robot good. gopher. I don't know why they put it in there. Yeah. Can I ask? And then it's like, sorry, I'm, I'm on a roll no, now. Because no, 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 everybody's no, no, no. big brother, everybody's big brother in the 80s fucking loved Caddyshack. And then when we get to the scene between Chevy Chase and Bill Murray, uh, like in the in the garage or whatever, yeah. they improvised this. Oh, really? This incredibly long scene that goes nowhere that's just like two people jacking off? Yes. Oh, really? That wasn't in the script? And you can tell they kind of hate each other yes. in real life. Yeah. Yes. There's there's no actual fun chemistry happening at Not all. at all. It's like a comedy pissing contest yes. in every way. And, and the audience gets pissed on. Yeah. That sounds and like improv. Yeah. Kind of much. is. Yeah. Humphrey? I just was wondering, is there going to be a round just on the film A Bridge Too Far uh, in order to, like, redress the balance <laughs> Maybe. of... Uh, could Maybe. be. Fingers crossed. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones' early career before she moved to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Let us move on. All Wales-based. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. A trifle. Yeah. I've just got to take a shot. Weird Science. No. no. Idea if that's even one of his films. It's not. And no. <laughs> Implode? Yeah. Is Mannequin one of his? <laughs> no, it's actually saying its own title right now. Oh! Oh, wait. Implode? Mm-hmm. Summer School? No. Oh, God, that was so good. Oh, Back, back to, to School. Shit. Back to School. Say trifle and say yeah. back to school. Oh, yeah. Trifle, back to school. <laughs> we still had a guest <laughs> left. The rules! We still had a guest left. You know what? Fuck it, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. All right, let's move on. Implode. Yeah. Ghostbusters. No. Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Fuck. Sorry. Yes. I was adding on to my first. Ghostbusters 2, guys. God, if I didn't be precise. My childhood would have been mad at me if I hadn't gotten that. All right, next. Oh, implode. Yeah. Uh, Vacation. That is correct. That is correct. Moving on a bit. You guys are killing it. U.S., you're absolutely killing it. Thank you. They're all American movies. Yeah. Right? No, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But they were famous around the world, I guess. Not, <laughs> yeah, no, not really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a lot of tension in this box right now. I've only heard of one of these movies so far. <laughs> Next. Oh, Trifle. Sp- yes. I'm a, this is a horse thief. I'm, I'm just guessing, <laughs> I'm just guessing <laughs> the games and movies. <laughs> 
Animal House. Animal House that is one. correct. <laughs> Horse thief. Animal House. Animal House. <laughs> it's cl- a strangely it's so close. close. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. You next would one. Break into another animal's house. Uh, oh. Beef it. No. Just no. Implode. He yeah. didn't say he trifle. Did not he didn't say trifle, trifle, but you know what? You're winning. Just let us have a point. No, no, no. Let's, let's be. Let's be. No. Otherwise, we'll descend into. It will be no better than the animals. <laughs> no, be better no better than, than the, the horses. Damn, you're right. You're right. So, horses left and right. You have to give that to George. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, next. Hey, hey. Did you ever think there might be another way? Just feel uh, trifle. Better. Yeah. She's the one. No. That. I like that guess, but if you never want to have to turn and go away, you might feel better. Might feel better. Is it Eagle Eye Cherry? Sounds like it might be. The documentary about Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harold Ramis. He funded it himself. He was a huge <laughs> eagle, yeah. huge cherry head. <laughs> um, I'm just going to tell you the answer because you're not going to get it. It is the Brendan Fraser remake of Bedazzled. Oh. Who, Christian, who is that singing that song? Sister Hazel. But who is the lead singer of Sister Hazel? It might be Eagle Eye Cherry. I mean, Eye Cherry. We'll never find out. There's we'll no never. way to know. Danny to Eagle Eye Cherry. <laughs> All right, next. Yes. Uh, fucking uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Fucking Groundhog Day. That's correct. <laughs> you know. It's correct. Last but not least, we were all expecting this, and it would be disappointing if we didn't do it. What's this one from? <laughs> Implode. Yeah. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Do you see what we did? Oh, I get it. You see what we did? Yeah. 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 our writers. Nice. That's good. Well done, writers. Uh, okay, at the end of that round, here are our scores. Okay, the U.S. has 27. UK has 19. This is a very I'm high scoring game, guys. Astonished. I'm astonished that we're still <laughs> this close in time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should be. You're really bringing it. All of you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. We host the podcast One Bad Mother. We're a podcast for when you have a new baby and motherhood is not what you expected it would be. We're a podcast for when you're working full time, parenting the rest of the time, and parenthood is not what you expected it would be. We're a podcast for when you decided to stay home with your kid full time, and it's not what you expected it would be. We are a podcast for when your kid does something that you didn't expect a child of yours would ever do, and you reacted in a way you never thought you would. Why would you put a hose into the mail slot and turn it on? We are a podcast for moms, dads, parents of all kinds. We're even a podcast for people who are not yet parents or are not even sure they want to be parents. One Bad Mother. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super duper hard. And I want you to know it's been as useless as a fact in a political discussion over the holidays because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. (gasps) You ever heard of such a thing? (laughs) Um, All right. So this round is a favorite of ours here at International Waters. It's called We Are the Champions. This is the time when we set aside our setting aside of our differences and come together in fierce verbal combat over which of our respective nations is the best at a specific thing. Because Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and because the end of 2017, when we were recording this, 
is a really not hot time to be alive. Uh, with sexual <laughs> harassment scandals drying up more basements than a functioning HVAC system, we think it's time to reemphasize the seemingly lost art of romance. So today, you're going to tell me why your home country is the best at getting it on. Uh, Team US, because you're ahead, I'm going to have you go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. You tell us why we are the best when it comes to setting the mood. You know, getting busy. You know, getting real funky. I haven't started yet. You can talk about dating. You can talk about um, Instagramming your museum trips together. You can talk about splitting the check with Venmo. Uh, Tell us why we should swipe right on American Romance. Your time starts now. Well, with the introduction of this in and of itself as its own example, calling women's vaginas basements, I I think, is where we start at the height of romance. Mm -hmm. This um, This is just the beginning of that great... Uh, connection, the romantic connection Americans um, make with each other and feel. I think that uh, as a good example as well, the fact that we are not subtle about romance. You know, I think British people have, you know, they're not heavy handed and obnoxious like we are. So we're just like in your face romance. So you're more likely to be like, well, that person wants to bone. Uh So I don't have to guess. Sure. It's going to happen quicker. That's right. There's no mystery. There's actually no romance to it, really. Mm -hmm. It's more, it's a forced romance. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like a put up or shut up. Are you going to do this? Uh And then in that way, you get more um, romantic interludes over per cost per capita over the shorter amount of time. I see. So we're getting uh, microeconomic with it. It's yeah. I think there's a capitalistic aspect to it. It's Uh who we are. And it's I think it's uh, transactional. It's almost. transactional, I right? Would say. Like, look what I got you. These things. Here is the next step that you're supposed to take. Uh-huh. Take it or give stop. it. I give it yeah. or or yeah, give me those roses back. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. is your brother or sister free? Right. Just moving on. Anyway. Sure. Any yeah. any way it can be quintessentially American. Yeah. You have time on the board. And oh, in shit. conclusion, we just <laughs> would love to make the point that. I'm pretty sure we invented those um, boxes uh-huh. of uh, heart-shaped boxes of chocolates that aren't great, uh-huh. but you can push your thumb through the bottom and get exactly the one you want because, again, there's a bunch of choices. It's not four delicious, small, perfect chocolates. It's like 25 kind of mediocre, yeah. but maybe there's one you like yeah. chocolate. Like make up your freaking mind. If, yeah. if not, then just be happy with your choice because that's the choice you made. Shut up already. Ultimately... We are British, American people are taught that they get what they want all the time, no matter what. Right. And that's hot. <laughs> Everyone knows that's hot. Yeah. I can't imagine anything hotter, Karen. No. Honestly. Okay. Well, you've given us a lot to think about there. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Some, uh, some economic theory. I was into it. All right, Team UK, it's up to you. Uh, you're just a short train ride from Paris, the city of romance, so you must have learned something. Oh, fuck Paris. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Paris, right? I mean, Paris. Yeah, I mean, I think that we can all agree that fuck the French. Yeah. 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 They've, been, they've been skimming on this we're romantic thing for too long. Yeah, uh-huh. true. And they're kind of not. Right? No, they're rude. They're just rude. Rude people. It's not the same thing. Uh, so tell us why you can canoodle oodles better than we can canoodle. Snuggling up by an open fire, long walks through verdant countrysides, drinking beer until you both have the courage to attentively ask for a kiss. Your time starts now. Well, I think that uh, the greatest, most exciting, uh, most romantic part of every any relationship is the time when you're like, I don't know if he likes me. Maybe he does. Sure. Oh, my goodness. And with British people, that's what you get all the time. <laughs> yes. There is there is no communication around my, that. It's my, like, oh, he, he uh, brought me a cup of tea at work. Is that... 
just a politeness thing or does he like me? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. We're getting married, but I'm not sure. This is you're, you're really you're onto something here. And my parents have been married for 40 years and they still don't know whether they like each other or not. <laughs> my parents have been divorced for a very long time and I think that they're not sure either. Yeah. I mean that's it. No one no one's ever happy with their marriage or or sad with their divorce in the UK. They don't know whether they made the right choice. And that is that will they won't they thing sure. is I mean it's the root of every great romantic comedy. Sure. Yeah. Will they move into a mediocre state of being yeah. together and then or, eventually yeah. move out of it or won't they? Or yeah, with exactly. somebody else. Or yes, or remain in another mediocre state of being. Right. They, they currently exist in. Um, I'd also say that, you know, we start drinking alcohol at the oh, age yes. of 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. So this glorious period of uncertainty is extended into much earlier. Oh you my know. goodness. While you guys are doing your SATs, <laughs> getting a really good GPA, uh-huh. we're all fingering each other by fountains <laughs> in town squares. Oh yeah. And uh, Yeah, you, you know, have the kids pub and you have the grown ups pub and yeah, you don't go the, to the Never wrong the twain shall meet. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Um, yeah. not anymore, thanks to Operation U Tree, which has really rooted a lot <sighs> of those people out. Um I think that there is there is a, a a grim practicality about British romance that is key in these dark days where, you know, we all know that Brexit is going to destroy the economy of the country. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just hunker down indoors under the covers and bang each other and split a Kit Kat because we can't afford to. <laughs> yeah, and the heating's off and the hot yeah. water has run out, so we might as well stay and, in bed. Uh, everybody who works at the hospital has returned to their countries of origin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and we're just left with a series of unqualified British people standing around looking wow. at each other. Jeez, your time is up. <laughs> you really used Literally. every... Literally. Yeah. <laughs> you really Woo! used... Every second of that two minutes. <laughs> a lot to think about here. Um, yeah, geez. I mean, basement is a terrible word. So is junk. <laughs> why, why do we have to be so disrespectful to our genitals? Mm-hmm. They're great. If we're in searching for a metaphor, there's yeah. so many other things. There's so many other things. Bring them upstairs. Oh, Clean is, them off. Is junk and basement directly related to each other on the grounds that you often keep your junk in the basement? Yeah. I don't think so. But. I almost never heard of any any woman's part being referred to as a basement. That's why I pointed no. it oh, out. Oh, no? Flooding so, the basement? Right? It's not a common one, is it? Well, flooding the basement is. Ew. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. yeah. You've never heard flooding the basement? <laughs> no. That's very funny. Oh, that's, that is a line that they give to, like, the oversexed lady on, a, on like, a cable show. Yeah. Or it's RuPaul's quite, Drag Race. It's quite an in-joke in right now. Yeah. Isn't it? It's a yeah. big yeah. I, I I don't like it. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it, that's too much water. <laughs> what about also, my Christmas like... decoration? <laughs> Surely you just worry. want to spritz your basement, <laughs> right. like at, at, at the most. Right. Also, like you don't want problem. your basement to be wet, but you do definitely want your vagina to be wet. It's like a weird yeah. mix. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. It, it's yeah, not yeah. correlated right. yeah. accurately. It's terrible. And for that reason, Team UK wins. I don't know why. I can't, oh, explain, right. I can't explain it any better than that. I can't explain it any better than that. The best point to make. Flood my floodplain. That's the thing that's supposed to be flooded. What about lightly mist my... Uh, my fern? orchid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. just a light misting. Yeah. 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 Pretty yeah. thing. Keep, Keep it healthy. Keep the floor yes. flowers in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. Let's okay. Uh, <laughs> let's all plug things and then to offset that you go karma, plug things other people did. Siobhan Thompson will start with you. 
for me. Oh, uh, wait, other, other people did. I didn't plan this. I only have things about myself. <laughs> so, start about yourself and then uh, uh, see if you I can mean, think of something. Follow me on Twitter at Tom. And also, like, guys, I've been writing at College Humor for the last three years and we're doing really good work. And I feel like people's idea of College Humor is from, like, eight years ago when it was a bunch of 23-year-old dudes and girls that they thought were hot and the only way that they could talk to them was by asking them to be in sketch comedy with them. Uh-huh. But it's not like that anymore. It's yeah. like, we're grown-ups. Okay. Hey, it's good. Kind of. Change the name. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean. It's, it is kind of right there in the name. Re- yeah. Rebrand no, that shit. But the sketches are good. Okay. I'm going to retry College Humor. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. Something someone else did. Come oh, on. Oh, God. I know there's something. Uh, my favorite murder is really good, and ah. you should listen to it. Ah. I've listened to all of it, and it's like a great thing to text my sister about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because she's a weird little creep that loves murder. Yay! We all are. <laughs> They're favorites. Yes. What's her name? Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Yay! Humphrey Carr. There you go. Um, oh gosh, what have I got to plug? Uh, I'm in a I'm in a movie film that's coming out next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, called Ibiza, which will be on the Netflix platform. Uh huh. So. Subscribe away, everybody. <laughs> is that the uh, Alex Rickenbach uh, it is, joint? Indeed. Helmed. Yeah, Helmer. Right is that on. what I say? Yes. Sure, yeah. I don't know how it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's... Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, uh, that's being finished up now. It's really fun. It's got much better people than me in it, like uh, uh, Gillian Jacobs and uh, Vanessa Bayer and Phoebe Robinson. Uh-huh. Um, and then you go 30 points down the, the ladder of cast, and then you find me. Stop it. Um, it and, so British. Uh, we'll have it in this room. Then, what have... Oh, gosh. I, I've... I've been watching The Muppet Christmas Carol on repeat for like the last week. Yes. Every other form of culture has fallen yeah. out of my head. It's yeah. the best movie. It's, it's the best movie. It is You can so plug Muppet Christmas Carol. Fabo. Yeah. Actually, I, I tell you what, I will plug uh, the album by my friend's band, Minor. Uh, Tuanaki is there. No, wait, that's not their latest one. What's their latest one called? Any of any minor album, you're in for a good time. It's lovely. M-I-N-E-R. It's like lovely uh, sort of California um, sort of folky, surf rocky type business. It's just uh, songs filled with sunshine. Mm. Who doesn't need that right now? Yeah. Right? Come so on. Much. Thank you, Humphrey. Georgia? Uh, well, I'm on uh, Twitter at GHardStark and Instagram at HardStark, uh-huh. which is real fun. And we have a My Favorite Murder. And I love Instagram. And then someone else says, oh, uh, the Fall Lion podcast is a true crime podcast by two really smart women who do way more important (laughs) stuff with true crime that's, like, real important. So you should listen. It's a great podcast. Okay. The Fall Lion. Yeah. Um, I'm Karen Kilgariff at... I mean, on Twitter, I'm at Karen Kilgariff. <laughs> oh, like, oh did we introduce ourselves? <laughs> practice the speech. <laughs> you guys, I'm Karen Kilgariff. Um... I think that's all I'm on, actually. Yeah. Then I have a Gmail account, but I don't like to give that out. Right. And I think the thing I would want to recommend, I talked about this, though, on our podcast, but I am so I was so obsessed. The Netflix series Godless is a Western uh-huh. that just came out that has Michelle Dockery, Merritt Weaver. It has all these amazing British and American actors in it. Our man Sam Watterson from Law and Order is, is in it. Oh, yeah. And it's just... Such a beautifully written, amazing story, and uh, and I just wish more people knew about it and were watching it because I I couldn't believe how good it was. Also, College Humor is doing some amazing <laughs> stuff these days. Great. I'm blown away by how how much they've evolved. I really love it. Can I, give them another try. Yeah. Can I do one more culture plug? As Why I not? did uh, the Muppets and my friends minor. But um, a, a British listeners who are probably less familiar with this, you should hunt down John Mulaney's stand up on Law and Order. 
because oh, it's so, so funny. Mm-hmm. All his yeah. bits about Law, and, Law and Order are hilarious. And I, I genuinely don't think you need to have watched Law and Order to find them funny. Because I hadn't. Yeah. He's and a I genius. Yeah. He's a goddamn He's genius. So uh, I am Dave Holmes. I am uh, going to be on uh, Karen Kilgare's show, Talk Show, The Game Show. Yay! Sometime around the time this drops. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so watch. It's a real good episode. And it was fun. Uh, and I <laughs> would like to plug an album called the, Your New Norman Rockwell by a guy named Micah Schnabel. Um, it, his vocal delivery will get on your nerves at first, but then you get past it. It's a little weird owl, but he's a great lyricist, mm. and uh, the album is really interesting. So get it! Uh, Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Hard Star, Humphrey Carr, Siobhan Thompson. Thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Bye! You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Hardstark, Humphrey Carr, Siobhan Thompson. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Uh, if you have not yet left us a review on Apple Podcasts, why don't you do it now? It feels good. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton. Not this one, because everyone's here. And at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we would all like to be your Valentine. Team U.S., the Fox sitcom Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the rare cop comedy that has lasted for multiple seasons. It has featured many past and hopefully future guest stars of this show. Uh, But it does not feature any clever lyrics to its very high-energy theme song, Team U.S., Andy Samberg, you're so funny. We love to watch you with a gun. Everyone has a gun. Chelsea Peretti, what an angel face. And everyone else on the team, they're cops. But it goes, okay, at the end. The end. So you're giving me kind of a Maggie Estep kind of a thing there. Just a little spoken word, wow. a little free verse. Very, uh, yeah, I thought that was really, it was an interesting take. It was, a, I liked how plaintive t- it was. Yeah. Of like, look. Here's what's happening. These are the people. It's very bold for a network Gosh. show as well. Right? Such an interesting yeah. take Just to name two cast members. <laughs> yeah. Very a, dangerous. Again, I like the, yeah. It's like, uh, look, take these things if you don't like them. Here it is. Then I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, not needy. It's not a needy no. theme song. No. Borderline like, argument. This is what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is what. Yeah. It's like, like come to me or don't. Yeah. Watch yeah. or don't. We yeah. don't care. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.